got somebody joined uh, in the program with me again this morning as it is a, as a Wednesday. It's good morning to our good friend, uh, Mr. Andrew Corbett, or Dr. Andrew Corbett, I should say. Sorry, Andrew. That's right, Cameron. Good morning. Great to be with you again. And isn't this a wonderful time of year? Love this time of year. Love it's spring. Coming toward the end of spring and it's starting to warm up and the sun's out. It's just absolutely delightful, the colours. Love it. Around Always a moment. great start to the day when it's like isn't this as well. It, isn't mm. it? Just beautiful. Why would you want to be anywhere else, Cameron? Absolutely. Wish I could <laughs> take the studio outside, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, today on the program we're talking about breakdown proofing your relationship. Yeah, we mentioned this last yes. week, that that's what we would be mm-hmm. talking about today, just so people don't think that there may be something that we're targeting because of you know something that's happened. So, yeah, we are talking about breakdown proofing your relationship. And when it comes to relationships, Cameron, they are one of the four aspects of life mm. that give life meaning. So, relationships are really critical to doing life. And that's why when they break down, they hurt so much. Mm. And. We sometimes hear this expression, which is, a, I think, a fairly naive expression. But people say this, as long as you're not hurting anyone, go ahead. And that mm. rationale can be used to justify a whole host of relationship-destroying activity. For example, the businessman that goes off and uh, commits adultery. Uh, now, has he hurt anyone? Well, arguably, arguably, if his wife hasn't found out, he might reason he hasn't hurt anybody. But in reality, it's a very pathetic understanding of the word hurt. Mm. Because for some people, as long as you're not, quote-unquote, hurting someone, means something that is very, very narrow. It, it, it may only involve physical hurt. When in fact, hurt at the emotional level can be far worse than anything that someone suffers physically. You know, we it, as kids, Cameron, we we use the we used to use the expression "sticks and stones may break, break my bones, bones, but man will never hurt me." Yeah, yeah w- words will never hurt me. So words will never hurt yeah. me. Yeah, and and the reality is that that's just not true. That's <laughs> no, just not true. No. Words hurt. But it's not just words that hurt, it's, it's actions that hurt. And it's not just actions that hurt, it's, it's the, the, the pain of disloyalty, it's the pain of being betrayed. It can really, really hurt. So that's why we say when relationships break down, the pain of that, that broken down relationship can, can really injure a soul, it can really injure a person. In fact, we we wouldn't have to look too hard to make the case that many people actually end up literally being physically hurt. Mm. They, they suffer physically in some way because of the emotional pain of a relationship breakdown. So relationships are one of the four aspects of being human that give meaning to life. There are another three critical functions or critical things that that we do that give our life meaning and relationship is is the second of those Mm. four so that's why it's really really critical to understand that when you when you get your relationships wrong when when they're broken down it, it can really be painful so cameron when we're 
when we're developing relationships, we, we really need to figure out what is it that's going to make a relationship strong or a relationship not so strong. And the simple answer to that is how much trust you, yeah, you invest. Yeah. And that this is where I think today some people uh, really don't understand that it takes time to develop trust. Hmm. And That's a good comment. Yeah, when it takes time, you're actually using that time. It's not just time ticking along. It's time that gives you the opportunity to observe someone. It's time that gives you the opportunity to, when you're observing, to see whether someone is dependable, reliable, truthful, consistent. And all of those qualities make it easier to trust that person. It's when a person isn't those things, they're very difficult to trust. I'd be very, very careful, Cameron, of someone who wanted to establish a relationship with anyone who continually said, hey, trust me. (laughs) It's it's a really interesting thing that that when when you are trustworthy, you rarely have to appeal to people Mm. to trust you. Uh, you rarely have to. In fact, it becomes quite a natural process to to be able to trust someone. Mm. So, so Cameron, relationship breakdown can be avoided. There's some things that we're going to discuss that will that will will uh, talk about that will help people to avoid relationship breakdown. As we get into this, we're going to come up to a song in a moment. But but I'll just make comment. This is obviously on the heels of the the upper house decision from last Thursday where they were actually voting on a type of relationship mm. that the MLCs in a, a, a nine vote to six majority said uh, they would not support, and that was the notion of same-sex marriage. And I think from a, a Christian point of view, we have been tarred and feathered as people who are hateful, bigots, intolerant, and against certain types of relationships. And... That's that's more a PR exercise than anything because really when we say we are for marriage, we are for the kind of relationship that will produce children and provide the best environment to raise children, we're not being hateful, we're not being bigoted, we're not being no. intolerant toward any other. Well, type it's not of the person we're talking about; it's the the actual proposal that was. Was, was about you know? yeah and I think there are there are types of relationships that the government has no interest in the government has no interest mm. in regulating and and those types of relationships might for example be um, doubles partners you know I, I play tennis and and um, I certainly don't want the government regulating who I can and cannot play tennis with or who I can have as my doubles partner the government has no interest in that because it has no bearing on the health of society. You could actually have have a society no longer play tennis, and it's no big deal. It's not. It's not really that big a deal. But if you have a society that no longer has uh, people coupling, so that they can become the biological parents of children, if you don't have that anymore, you don't actually have a, a, a future mm-hmm. society. So mm-hmm. the government has a. It, it does have a stake in this. So that's just, that's just by the way, I think there are different kinds of relationships and I think we need to recognise that. So Cameron, perhaps after the song, let's, let's continue to talk about um, 
how we can break down proof relationships and one of the necessary things to do in order to build a strong relationship with another person. Okay, thank you, uh, Dr. Andrew Corbett. He'll be back in a moment after a song from uh, Brit Nicole, her latest coming up next here on Way. It's called Stand. We're talking with uh, Dr. Andrew Corbett today once again, as we do uh, every Wednesday morning with some uh, topical discussions about life. And today we're talking about relationships. And Andrew, uh, a strong relationship with another person uh, necessarily involves becoming vulnerable. Now, yeah, it's the, it's it, it. Look, it's the it's a, str- a kind of a an irony, Cameron, that the very thing that's going to make a relationship with another person strong is the very thing that's going to make that relationship hurt if mm. it goes wrong. And that is becoming you know you have to become vulnerable to another person. You have to disclose something. You have to give something of yourself that is a little bit private. It's it's not something that everybody gets to see or gets to know. But if you think about it, the relationship circles that we have around our lives, if we were to draw a circle around our life and ask the question, who's in that innermost circle? Cameron, mm. the answer mm. is for most people, no one's in that circle. If we were to draw another circle just out from that, like, the dropping a pebble in a pond we've got those concentric splash circles if we were to draw a circle just out from the very circle around us and ask who's in that for many married people they would have their spouse there and this is uh, this is a point that should not be brushed over lightly that even in Australia, with all the media attention on marriage breakdown and one of the arguments used recently for uh, same-sex marriage was well heterosexual marriage which i hate that term because that's that's just like saying marriage marriage heterosexual marriage is uh, not working those relationships are breaking down therefore you might as well just open it up to everyone well that that that's actually the data is the data just does not support that in fact the average marriage in australia cameron is still 45 years in length now, if you think about it, what, what that number represents is a lifetime. Someone gets married at, say, the age of 25, their life expectancy around about 70 on average. Then 45 years is a lifetime. So the average marriage lasts till death do us part. That's the average marriage in Australia. So we, we actually have quite a very strong culture of marriage. And... Fair enough, too, because because mm. the one you're married to is supposed to be the one that you are most vulnerable to. Now, as somebody who who spends a, a great deal of my time dealing with marriages and relationships and helping people get married and helping people build stronger, healthier marriages, I, I, you don't even need someone who's who's working the arena that I'm working to tell you that if if you mm. if you get a marriage uh, you get a marriage wrong you, you do the wrong thing in a marriage it is phenomenally painful mm. and and the, the pain of breakdown in a marriage is 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 just there's nothing like it it's incredibly painful but here's that irony again if you want to develop a strong relationship with someone you have to be vulnerable to them. So that's why if, if, if you're afraid to become, um, if, if you're afraid to be hurt in a relationship, 
chances are you're going to deprive yourself of the richness of that relationship. Makes sense. But it flows, and it follows on, Cameron, that you need to be careful who you open up to. Now, I'm going to make an assumption here. I'm going to make an assumption that if you are in a married relationship, you've done your homework. I'm going to make an assumption that if you're in a marriage, you've prepared well, that you have gone through what it takes to to put a, a foundation down for your marriage. And that foundation primarily is is not love, it's trust. Because it's on trust that you can love, not the other way around. Without trust, you you just ca- you, you can't give yourself, you can't love. And while some people may think, well, the most important thing is love, I would say the most important thing is trust. Because as I said, where there's no trust, there can be no love. Now, where there is love, love without having done the homework, without having put the foundation of trust down, can lead to phenomenal pain, can lead to phenomenal mm. pain. Mm. So there needs to be that level of of trust. Now, the thing with trust, Cameron, is it takes time to develop. Yep. It must be earned. And because trust is developed slowly, the the emphasis... The emphasis on on trust is um, really, uh, firstly, be trustworthy yourself, and and then secondly, don't trust too quickly. Now, this is what I've noticed, Cameron. Wounded people, people who have been wounded in their relationship, usually avoid um, trusting too readily. And, And the problem is a strong relationship is a relationship that has high levels of trust. So this is a, a, a really critical point. And when someone's gone through a relationship breakdown, Cameron, and that they, they invariably become hurt, here's another truism. Hurt people hurt people. You may have seen that, Cameron. Yes. Someone who's gone through a relationship breakdown and has become hurt will very readily get into other relationships where they break down quickly too because hurt people hurt people. Mm. So if if you are see, observing a pattern in your life that the relationships in your life are um, not what they should be or, yep. you, you, you yep. know, you, you're asking the, the why me question. You're asking, you know, why am I always getting the losers or why am I always the one getting hurt? Well, there might be a pattern here, and that pattern may be triggered by not trusting appropriately, not doing the right homework or groundwork for how you build a relationship with someone, and that's primarily based on trust. Now, here's another point, just before we come up to the news, Cameron, that some people think, oh, I found Mr. Right or I found Miss Right or whatever. This is the relationship for me. This is going to be wonderful. We are soulmates. We just seem to get along so well and naively think that means... This is it. That means (laughs) that I'll never be hurt by this person. This person is my soulmate sent from heaven... And I, this is just it. Okay, here's, here's the problem with that. Apart from being pretty naive, Cameron, <laughs> it's a very romantic fantasy to think that any relationship will, will, that you'll be in, any relationship, 
will will never cause you pain. So I, I think we need to get a grip here <laughs> and recognise that there is no such relationship, no such relationship no. where the the person you're you're in a relationship with to whatever level, whether it just be friend or acquaintance or child, parent, spouse, brother, sister, whatever it is, there will always be, there will always be hurt. Now, the question is not will there be hurt. We settle that question. There There will be. be, There will be. There will always be those times when you are let down or disappointed. That will happen. Here's the better question. How are you going to respond when that happens? How are you going to respond when that happens? I think Jesus told a story about this, about the king who forgave someone who owed him, you know, a billion dollars. And the man came in, pleaded oh, for his yeah. life. Yeah. And, you know, the king forgave him his debt, which mm. was a very gracious thing. Then the guy went out and found some bloke that owed him five bucks and demanded the, demanded the money and said, give it to me now or I'm going to take the full course of the law and throw you in jail, which is what he did, threw him in, in debtor's prison. And... And the king found out about it and was ticked. Mm. Now, there's a, now Christians should get this. That there's a big point here that, that if we're going to talk about relationship hurt, no one has experienced a greater depth of hurt than God. And yet, look, look how he reaches out to us. Look how he has responded to us. I mean, thank God. And the obligation on us is now to mirror that. That mm. the, the reality is people will hurt us. Karen... <laughs> Show me a person who's never been hurt or offended by another person. I can't. I can't either. I can't. No. I can't. So, so we, we, we sometimes encounter people who are absolutely shocked, hmm. <laughs> absolutely stunned that this happens. And it's, it's like, did you check in when you, when you arrived on planet Earth? You realize this is planet Earth. This is earth. Mm. This is where people are people. This is where you will get let down. You will get hurt. So the reality is that life doesn't come to a grinding halt when that happens. It simply means you've got to figure out how you're going to respond. And I've discovered, Cameron, that just because someone lets you down doesn't mean that should be the end of the relationship. No, no. Just because someone offends you doesn't mean that should be the end of the relationship. In fact, I, I would think... I've got relatively thin skin, but I've learned that you can you can you can distinguish um, what someone's saying that is really hurting and, and cutting as as being about you or or about something else. And, and oftentimes, I, I've experienced people's anger and hurt and disappointment vented at, at me, and realised I don't think I'm the one in play here. I, yes. I think there's something else going on. Mm here and and it's all too easy to take it personally and we we need to we really need to figure out how we're going to respond when when people do this Cameron after the news let's come down the home stretch and let's actually give four principles that will help people to break down proof their relationship coming up after uh, UCB news there we'll be looking forward to those steps uh, outlined by Dr Andrew Corbett after that here on uh, Launceston's YFM time for the latest UCB news good morning it's nine o'clock and we're talking today of course as it is a Wednesday with Dr Andrew Corbett uh, on um, strained relationships and uh, well relationships and the opportunity to strengthen it's amazing um, uh, I don't know 
what it is, but um, would the divorce rate simply be because people just get hurt and they think, no, that's it, I don't want to... Do do people take the easy way out? Yes. Yes, I would say absolutely people take the easy way out all too often. Yes. And that is unnecessary. Um, Most of the time a marriage can be rebuilt. That's most of the time. Now, I know, even the fact that I've just said that, Cameron, I know that there are people who think I just said every time. And that's not what I've said. No. There are relationships that break down that can be rebuilt quite, not easily, not easily, but Mm. it can be rebuilt. And I've had the privilege of being a part of helping couples to rebuild by putting in some some. Again, I'm I'm tempted to say simple things, but at you know when you're in the midst of it, they're not really simple. They're they're things that take a take a fair bit of work, and it means that essentially you have to develop new habits and and new ways of responding to people. A lot of life and relationships has to do with how we automatically respond. We're yes. responding. Oftentimes we respond to someone who says something not because of them and not because of what they've said, but because of the button they've just pushed from a, a button that was really established by someone else a long time ago in, well, maybe not that long ago, but, but in our past. So we need to distinguish between um, uh, what someone has actually said and who someone actually is and really uh, figure that out but when you've got a relationship that has broken down because there's been a strain a misunderstanding a disappointment um, a breach of trust that shouldn't be it it shouldn't necessarily be it and this is where people need to to recognize that there are some relationships that will fade not necessarily break down but they will fade so some of those things mean that those relationships get pushed to an outer circle. And I think if you can think in terms of the relationships you have in your life as being circles around your soul, that who is it that's, that's in the innermost circle, chances are there's no one there. And, and the, I would think the goal of a marriage is to bring your spouse into that circle. And for most people, they don't do the hard yards. They don't wear out enough shoe leather mm. to bring someone into that that part of their life but if you do the reward for doing it is phenomenal it, it it makes your marriage an utter joy most people will settle for a really great marriage rather than the best marriage and a great marriage is still great and yeah. that you know in that in that time when the, your spouse breaches trust or lets you down it, it doesn't necessarily mean that's it that's it's mm. all over mm. In fact, just like breaking a bone in your body, that bone repairs itself, it calcifies itself back together. Yeah. And and I'm told that where it does that, that part of your bone actually becomes stronger than any other part of your bone. Mm. So in other words, if you've learned to walk through hurt and pain with someone, which is interesting that the word compassion, com means with and passion means pain in the Latin, so compassion is if you can go through pain with someone, show compassion to someone, you can actually develop your relationship to be something far stronger than what you had before you went through that hurt. So relationship breakdown can, if, if it's dealt with honestly and if it's dealt with humility, 
and if if there's genuine apologies and then genuine forgiveness and we're going to mm. talk about those things in a moment those are the things that can make a relationship break down temporary and heal that relationship so Cameron let, let's talk about four things two before our next song and then two after the song on what it is that that you can actually put in place for your relationships to break down proof them the first thing is to make your marriage your most loyal relationship now people might think well duh that sounds obvious well unfortunately it's not obvious to many people in fact i see i see couples who who will allow the children to come between them and a mother will side with her son or a mother will side with her daughter at the expense of of being loyal to her husband now look karen i in 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 25 years of marriage counseling look i've I'm, I'm reluctant to say I've heard it all because that would just probably reveal my lack of imagination. But I'll use that as a cliche. I've heard it all. I, I've heard so many reasons for, to justify this that, well, you don't know my husband. You don't know my wife. If you'd known what she'd done, if you'd been hurt like I'd been, look, all of that. Look, I, I, I know. I, I've heard it all. But the reality is if if you, this is why we need to really up our opinion, our stake on what marriage is meant to be and what it's about. Because your first your first loyalty is to your spouse. Yes. And I have seen, even for couples that have been married 15, 20 years, where one of their parents or both, both of their parents um, may tell their son, you know, um, we want you to do this, but my wife doesn't want me to. Well, don't, who, you're our son, you know, and they, they put the kind of the expectation that he's going to be more loyal to his original family than the family he's now formed. That's really, really wrong. Really wrong. Because when you marry, there's a, there's a part in the marriage ceremony that that talks about leaving your, your parents, parents, leaving your mother yeah. and father, and cleaving to your spouse, cleaving yeah. to your yeah. husband or, or your wife. Mm-hmm. And the idea of leaving and cleaving means that you've now shifted loyalty. And I expect that, when, you know, I've got four children. I expect that when they marry, that their loyalty toward me will change. It must change. It, 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 their loyalty priorities must, it, they must, they absolutely must shift toward their spouse. They must. And that is the first thing when, when we're talking about these concentric circles, you need to get it into your head. And let's take the principle of, of marriage being your most loyal relationship. Figure it out from there. If you're not married, then yes, you've got parents and yes, you've got siblings. So you're loyal to your brothers and sisters. Yes, you're loyal to your parents. Then, then figure it out from there. You've got, you know, you've got good friends, really good friends, close friends. And most people will have one if they're really blessed, two perhaps, one or two really good friends in their life. Mm. And you'll have yeah, seasons absolutely. where people are you know, in that space with you. Um, but, the, but if you look back over your life, you'll find that there's kind of one person, one, maybe two, at the outside three, who are kind of there. They're there, they're there, they'll travel with you throughout life. Okay, you've got a certain loyalty to them. And then you go out the circles and you've got friends, then you've got acquaintances, and then you've got just people you interact with. 
and your loyalty to the to the person who who you know puts your groceries in your bag each week as you do your shopping should not be anywhere near the loyalty you have to your good friends i mean this this should no. this should you would think Cameron that this would be obvious, but it's not necessarily obvious to people, but make your marriage your priority i, I look whenever I hear of a couple that says we're just going to have some time apart a married couple says we're just going to have some time apart to have some space to get a few things figured. I just go forget it if if that's if that's the zone you're in it's it's almost too late it's almost too late you will not get some things figured you will not get some things resolved if you are going to do the very thing that undermines your relationship and that is not spending time together but but I'm kind of almost jumping ahead so that's the first thing Cameron it's really important that that people prioritize their relationships that they that they understand that their relationship loyalties lie to, if you're married, it's for your spouse. Yes. Secondly, this is the second thing you can do to relationally break down proof your your relationship, and and it's this. Understand before being understood. Understand before being understood. How often do we see people go in with an accusation and they've already made up their mind. They've already got the story settled. They've already, you know, been um, uh, charged, tried, and convicted before the other person's had an opportunity to say anything. And this is just relationship suicide. It's it's going to kill a relationship if you are going to form an opinion about the action or motive of someone without actually talking to them. This is this is just not smart. It's just not savvy. So if you want to break down proof your relationship, get into the habit of understanding before you seek to be understood. Yeah. Which yeah. means you're going to listen well. You're going to... Now, help me to understand why you did this. Even that expression, help me to understand. Or or expressions like, um, you've probably got some reasons why you did this. You may not be able to articulate. You may not be able to share them very clearly. But have a go. Help me to understand. I'm just going to listen. I'm, all I want to do is just hear what what was going through your head at this time, and 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 just to be able to talk and transact and listen well is the second thing that will help you to break down proof your relationship. Cameron, after the song, let's come back. We've got two more really powerful tips on how to break down proof your key relationships. Here's a song from Sarah Blasco. Back with more with Dr. Andrew Corbett in a moment. It's uh, We Won't Run from Sarah Blasco. Talking about uh, three things, uh, or four things actually. We've done two in relation to relationship breakdown proofing tips with Dr. Andrew uh, Corbett. I believe the third one is to know how to apologize well, not just apologize. Well, Cameron... (laughs) It's interesting we're talking about apologise with a certain radio announcer. In the oh, the look, I, I haven't thought of that, but you've actually, you've actually provoked me now. <laughs> I knew I would. I knew I would because it, it is a, it's a classic example of how not to apologise. Yeah. Because, well, let's go through. What what is an apology? An apology is something that is going to own the action that has caused pain and it's going to express regret and it's it's going to express the desire that that pain had never been caused that's an apology 
uh, it's to give the reason. Apo is the Greek word for with, logia, the reason, to give the reason. So if you're apologizing, you're giving a reason for what you've done. But in the English sense, it, it is kind of what I just said. It's, it's acknowledging that what you've done has caused pain. Now, this is where an apology can sound like an apology, but not be an apology. And, I, and unfortunately, I I don't know Alan Jones. I, I suspect he listens to us regularly. <laughs> so, Alan, if you're listening, as you almost undoubtedly are, <laughs> can I just offer you an advice to, you know, what is the, probably the number one radio personality in Australia. Now and, that John Laws is retired. Now that John Laws is retired. And I think John Laws was making that point last night. Yeah, I think so. That report. was funny. That was very funny. What the heck? There he is in his dressing gown with his glass and whatever tea, it was. Whatever it is, yeah. um, the, the, the point here is that Alan Jones did the classic mistake of how not to apologise. And, and that is that is this. He, he, he said, I'm sorry for what I've done, but... Yeah, yeah, now, exactly. The, Cameron, it does not That's matter not a, yeah. what comes after the word but because that word but cancels out everything you've just said before. Mm. I'm really sorry that I've hurt you. I'm really sorry for what I've done. I wish I'd never done it. I can see I've caused you so much pain. But if you hadn't, da 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 da, da then I never yes. would have done it. Well, that's not an apology. That is just not an apology. And so to apologize well is to avoid blame shifting. So you don't say, you know, I only did that because you dot, 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 dot. Well, that's just not an apology. An apology is is where you avoid the word but because the word but cancels out everything you've just said. So you've got to be really, really, really careful of it. An apology is something that captures a sense of the other person's pain. Mm. And until you get that, you're going to discover that the words themselves are almost meaningless. Most people will accept an apology if they can see, even if it's clumsily worded, if they can see you get it. You get the pain that you've caused. You get the hurt that you've been um, responsible for in another person. If you can do that, and it takes humility to do that, and we are not humble creatures by nature no we no are way. creatures of pride but if you can if you can humbly apologize you will go a long way to break down proofing your relationship so this is a a, a really important thing learning how to apologize well actually got a a whole article on this on the findingtruthmatters.org website so if you go to the article section there you'll see a whole section there on how to apologize and here's the fourth This is our our last thing. To break down proof your relationship, you need to practice the basic acts of relationship building. The basic acts of relationship building are time together and talking together. Oh, yeah. Time and talk. How important is that? Look, Gary Chapman, who's made a wonderful contribution to the world of relationship counselling, who's written the book The Five Love Languages has probably been misunderstood by many people into thinking that certain people only have one love language. He does list quality time as a love language and he, he, 
he does list words of affirmation as a love language as mm. well. Mm. The, 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 the problem, I guess, that Gary Chapman has not created, but, but he's now got, is that being misunderstood there, because we all have those things as basic, basic love languages. We all need time with the one that we love. We do. We need time with the one we love. Too few husbands understand that simply being with your wife, simply being there, is an act of love. Mm. When a husband says, I love you, I just don't want to be around you, and they may not say it with their words, they almost always say it by the way they live, I love you, I just want to be away from you in my shed or down at the pub or, or at the sports club or doing my thing by myself, that actually is saying, I love you, I just can't stand being with you. And, you know, it, that, that just is very a very confusing message and it doesn't develop the strength of the relationship. And at the same time, words of affirmation. People are fundamentally insecure. Um, yeah, absolutely. People, Number one there. <laughs> people need words of affirmation. They need, they need to know that they're accepted. They need to know that someone approves. They need to know that they are um, <clears throat> just, just, well, accepted, approved, they, they, and, and affirmed. And that, that's what words do. So words are, are really, really important. And, and talking together is really, really important. So, yep. Cameron, there's four things that will help someone break down proof their relationship. Before I go, Cameron... I want to just mention a couple of little bits of news about YFM. We want to. Th- we were just talking off air before about the the number of really nice messages yeah, we've been getting. We've been from getting listeners. a lot lately. Uh, just how much they've enjoyed YFM. We we really appreciate that. We really do that. You know, here we are talking about being insecure and words of affirmation. Those things really help us, and it's great to encourage the team here. And this afternoon we've got. Um, uh, Karen, Karen, who'll be yep. on air, and, and Karen is mm-hmm. just a delight to listen to. Yep. And Always so, got things to think about. Yeah, it's and look, it's, it's just wonderful what's happening here. For those people who are our supporters, can I just say, right now we really need your support. Our operational uh, budget has, has really been struggling the mm-hmm. last couple of months. We, we have had such a, a wonderful uh, amount of support come in to yeah. help uh, get, get our station mm-hmm. back on, on track. We've done that now now we're just at the operational level and so if you're able to just give a special gift at this time to wayfm that would really really help we'd, we'd really appreciate that we'd also like to say thank you to our listeners and supporters we're going to be having a thanksgiving dinner it will be at the tail race center thursday october 25th and if Not you far away now, actually, is it six thirty p.m. So yeah, it's it's a, it's three mm. weeks away or so, three and a half mm. weeks away. If you if you would like to come to that, just give uh, us a call at the station. We can tell you how you can get a ticket to mm. come to that. It will be a fundraising Thanksgiving dinner. So we, you know we're just being up the front up front about that that we're looking for people to uh, pay to come to the dinner. It's a it's it doesn't cost much. In fact, it would cost you more probably to go to a, a restaurant. So we're we're, we're subsidising mm. this a bit, but. But we are doing it so that we can present to people who do believe in what we're doing uh, to give them an opportunity to hear firsthand, meet some of the announcers, meet some of the team, 
and hear some of our plans for the future and just to be able to, to give an, a, a gift of encouragement, mm. um, a financial gift of encouragement to the station. Mm. And so that, that's coming up Thursday, October 25th, 6.30pm. So give the station a call, 63340100, to get some details that on how you can secure... Yeah your seat at that dinner. Just on that, if you're interested in, in pledging some regular support uh, and just wondering, oh, I don't know what I can afford, and that's one of the most effective but affordable ways you can support the station regularly is to become a friend of yep. uh, YFM. And it's it's just $8 a month with really, that's uh, not much at all. But $1.80 it, a week, Cameron. Yeah, $1.80 a week. Uh, it, it will make such a huge difference mm. to us and what we're trying to do. And we uh, really appreciate our those people who are friends. Yeah, I'm a friend. Friends, I, yeah. I, I give each each month just order, an automatic deduction, and uh, I, I so I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm a true believer in this. And uh, but Cameron, I really want to thank mm, God first for the for the fact that he's, he's brought us through. And I want to thank our listeners and supporters as well. So yeah. Cameron, we'll be back next week, and I think next week we're going to talk about how God speaks through movies. Okay. That's next week. Awesome. And I believe that uh, October Baby is out on DVD already, so that's really good. Just thought I'd know other people know about that. Uh, it's at 9.30. Dr. Andrew Corbett, thank you, and we'll catch you next week. Time now to bring you a song from the Kurong Way FM album of the month for October. It's uh, Toby Mac's new album, his uh, song... Uh, be Without You has been number one uh, on the Rock Across Australia charts for about two months now, so I thought it appropriate to get him uh, his album on uh, on the station. So here it is from the album Eye On It. This is Toby Mac and Unstoppable.